What's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of Views from the Nosebleeds. I'm Gio. What's up, guys? I'm Dylan. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and get started right away with the uh, NBA Finals talk. So last last you heard of us, it was 2-0? Uh, 3-0. No, Three. it was 2-0. Yeah, it was 2-0 right, right. Warriors. And boy, did that end quickly. So sweep Warriors just dominated. Game 4 was just... The Cavs just quit. I think, in my opinion, it was not even close. Yeah, watching them, watching them warm up uh, for game for game four, you could just tell uh, they were pretty much taked out. I kind of, kind of, I didn't even watch the game because I kind of just saw it coming. Yeah, and it it was just no effort. Uh, they looked defeated. They looked mentally beat. There's no, there's no hope, you know. Uh, and then I think the the funniest part of that was. Uh, come the end of the game, LeBron shows up with a with a cast on his hand <laughs> <laughs> that he broke. He broke his hand. Uh, game one, punching a whiteboard or something crazy. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that, dude? I, I thought it was wild. I, I I'm kind of surprised he kind of wanted that attention and kind of almost making it seem like it was an excuse in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't sure. like that, but but then thinking about it, it's crazy to think that he almost averaged a triple double with the broken hand. That's true, but I mean, he there was videos of him that leaked, uh, like doing push-ups before the game and <laughs> doing some crazy handshakes and, like, come on, like, yeah, and it didn't even matter, even if he didn't, it, his hand wasn't broken, they they weren't gonna win. Yeah, no, there was there's no hope on that. Uh, yeah. No matter what the situation was, they weren't coming back from from three zero. Uh, I saw the the fun his funniest meme. It was LeBron sending text messages to a bunch of people like, hey, I'm going here. Hey, I'm going here. And there was one that he, he got a text message from JR. He's like, it's all right. We still got game five. <laughs> I did see that one. That one was pretty funny. And I started laughing. I was oh, like, oh, man. my goodness. Yeah, it's definitely something JR would say, though. He would, yeah. And um, uh, I think the second highlight for me on that uh, NBA Finals was uh, the whole Nick Young, Swaggy P. Saying I went from getting snitched to get to being <laughs> a champion to getting yeah. a ring. Oh my god, man! Goodness. I'm 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 happy for him, man. He, I root for guys like him and Jr. Honestly, man, it's it's crazy. Uh, I was seeing that him that he had a ring. He played with who was it that he played with? Was it Javel McGee in Washington in Did his he? early years? I think so. Like when they were like rookies or something. It was kind of cool to see that they came back together and ended up winning the ring. I don't know if you heard, but he said he was going to change his name legally to Swaggy Champ. Oh my gosh. I'm, not, I'm honestly not surprised at all. It's going to be like Ocho Cinco and then two <laughs> years later he's going to go back to Nick Young. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's wild. Yeah, I think that it's sad that that's the most entertaining part of the NBA Finals. Did you see that picture on Twitter about Quinn Cook he was not even I don't think he was even activated for game four. No. He was in his dress clothes and he realizes the the game's about to be over and they're win. So he goes back into the locker room, dresses full uniform. Did he really with his tights on and everything? Well, because like, I remember seeing him yeah. after the game, he was in full uniform, but I didn't yes. notice that before he wasn't yes, even. He was see- he wasn't even activated. He was just just chilling in his in his street clothes and then he goes and is like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking these pictures in, that, in my uniform. That's hilarious because I did see that clip of uh, Steve Kerr hugging him and telling him Telling him something to the extent of like, don't let anybody tell you that 
you know, you weren't a part of this team. Yeah, or you I helped us win playoffs yeah, or something I did like see that. that. Yeah. And then uh, Jordan Bell just released a a video too, um, some rap song I don't know, but he's going off and saying like. Uh, he put something on the screen about people saying that he he was just like a bench warmer and uh, like he didn't earn the championship. Nah, Jordan Bell, man, that dude, that dude, uh, he he played solid minutes when Draymond was off, and I think even when he was hurt early in the season, he he's a he's a solid guy. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls just gave him away for for yeah. cash considerations. Cash, yeah, so just moves like that is what keeps teams like the Warriors on top. Hey, how about that boy uh, Zaza, Zaza winning another <laughs> ship, though, Zaza. man? That that makes me mad, man. I hate Zaza. Oh Zaza, man, that I could. That's another punchable face right hey, there. It's funny because my girlfriend, we were watching the game, uh, game four, and she's like, "Who's that guy just standing talking to Steve Kerr? What is he doing? He's got, <laughs> he's got his sweats on and everything." And I was like, "He's the second coach, Zaza, right there." Zaza, uh, man. He had no. He played no role. Like I don't even. Did he even play a minute in this? Maybe like blowouts in the po- playoffs. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know. They they started play. That's they started playing McGee and, and Jordan Bell there, too, and even uh, Looney. Steve yeah. Kerr. I mean, I don't know. He makes those adjustments. Smart uh, move though. Just today, actually. Did you just hear? I just saw a couple like a couple hours ago. Draymond's gonna turn down a a contract extension. Uh, He deserves it, man. Uh, Draymond, man, I think he's honestly, man, and I think he's the second most valuable player on that team after Steph. So you pay super max for Draymond? Yes, yes. And it's just the little things. That dude's good defensively. He he makes that team go defensively. Oh, I agree with that. Yes, I agree. I I would. I think with him, it's more the mental. He he yeah. gets in people's heads and he can control a game that way or control a series where he can get in LeBron's head or he can yeah anything that you know and so sure. I think that's that's what makes him the most valuable you know he can he can score five points get five rebounds five assists he can do it all just doesn't have to do a lot um, of one thing he can just do yeah he brings a lot things. of energy man and like you said uh he got in Tristan Thompson's head oh yeah for I mean, sure. Um, so yeah, he's turning down that he's turning down that extension to try to get that supermax contract. That's that's someone I definitely get so. Supermax I mean, to. I think eventually, I think the Warriors are gonna pay up. I think KD's gonna take uh, some less money, and they'll they'll end up locking up that core. I don't see them leaving, but who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, speaking of leaving, what about LeBron James? Is he staying in Cleveland, or is is he as good as gone? What do you think? Man, since the last time we've talked, I mean, I've told you uh, I see the Spurs, but, man, just, just looking at it more and more, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm leaning towards what you were saying about the Lakers, man. This is not even necessarily him him being in L.A., having houses, his family wanting to be down there, but it's just they have the room for him, and they can sign Paul George or another Max player, and then he has a decent core around him. He has Brandon Ingram, Kuzma. Um, I mean, Lonzo's trash ass. Um, <laughs> if Isaiah Thomas stays, yeah, I mean, I, I I could see it happening, but I I ultimately would like to see somewhere else than other than the Lakers. I think I think that's where he goes. Um, I think he ends up in L.A. repping that big baller brand with Lonzo <laughs> uh, taking over. And they, and like you said, they still have max uh, money for one more player. They have Luke Walton, who's a, I mean, a players coach. He's young. Players love to go there and play with him. He, uh, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, 
you name it. I mean, the potential is there for the Lakers. Is that good enough, though, to sway LeBron? And what, can they win a championship there? Can they do some make some noise in the in the West? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. But if I, they get LeBron in another piece there, yeah, I think they can make some noise. But I think it has to be Paul George. Like, who else... Who else right now is going to go out there and let the Lakers trade for a, for a top pick or a top player like that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, and I don't know if Paul George is really considering playing for LA, you know? Yeah. That's his, that's his hometown. I don't know. I said, I think I said lap, last podcast that Paul George was going to end up in LA. If LeBron goes there, I think for sure he has to go there. Yeah, I think that's sure. his best that's his best bet. You have LeBron, Paul George, Lonzo. So what's the starting five like that? You got you gonna throw Lonzo out there with, with yeah, you could throw Lonzo out there. Who's gonna be the two man? Paul George Paul and George. Ingram, LeBron, and then oh I guess you got Lopez and Randall. Lo- uh, you probably Lopez. And then you got Kuzma coming off the bench as a sixth man. That's a, that's a solid team, but is it enough to beat the Warriors still? Is no, I, to, see, I don't think it's enough to. I don't think it's enough to beat the Warriors. What about the even the Rockets? I think they can beat the Rockets with they that can, team. With that team, yeah, because you got that. LeBron can play defense if he wants to. Yeah, um, he wants to. Paul George can play some defense. I think with that group. If the Rockets don't add anybody, they can take down the Rockets. Man, what a heartbreak that would be for me and other Thunder fans, though. Russ being by himself again. No, he's got Melo, boy. <laughs> he's got Melo. He ain't by himself. Melo and uh, Raymond Felton. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but if Paul George leaves, then what does OKC do? What, where do they go from there? That That's tough, man. Um I honestly would. I don't even know. I don't know what the what 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 they do. I mean, that's that's what comes back and bites you when you had to let go of Oladipo. I think that's a that's the risk. That's, that's kind of a you go into kind of a mini rebuild. I mean, you where else do you go? You just you're kind of stuck in the middle with just Russell yeah, Westbrook. You really are, and and you have to consider trading him. I mean, you almost kind of compare that to the Bulls having Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. and. They're good enough to be eighth seed, seventh seed in the playoffs. Yeah, and nothing else. And then you're just kind of stuck in that middle, kind of looking outside of the playoffs. Yep. So, but I mean, I, I think the way I look at it is that Presti's gonna work his magic like he usually does. I think I think we're gonna be in for one of the most entertaining entertaining NBA off seasons we've seen probably since since the decision. Yeah, since I, that I, first. I'm excited, man. I'm 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 pretty excited for it and that we got the draft uh the nba draft coming up soon before that a uh, very special uh segment that we started last time called beer me this uh special person here for this uh segment of beer me is going to be kevin durant uh nba finals mvp Man. kevin durant really he stole the mvp from from steph those last two games uh, game three was just unreal LeBron just refused to guard him. I don't know. I don't even know. That's another. We have probably can go on for like two hours on that. But he just he dominated that game, and then game four, he had a triple double. So yeah. Um, if I had a a chance, I'd go have a drink with Kevin Durant, <laughs> and uh, just tell him he's 
He's GOAT, man. He's the oh, greatest player man. in uh, Oklahoma City history. No way, man. You know, I would have a drink with him because he, he is deserving. He doesn't get enough credit uh, for being one of the best, for being the second best player after LeBron, honestly. Uh, but I would have to have enough beers to get drunk with him and to let him know how much he is unloyal. And then I would have to clown him for his burner accounts. <laughs> that, that's where I would go with that. I mean, we'd probably end up coming to blows and, yeah, me probably getting my ass whooped. But yeah, you know, Katie's the, Katie's the kind of guy that, that gets triggered pretty quickly, yeah, you know? Yeah. So Reminds you, me of a buddy of ours. <laughs> but, yeah, he definitely is. So you probably tell him something and uh, he'd probably try to go off. Yeah, and, yeah. Like that one, uh, was it after game three where the guy tells Kendrick. him, UT sucks? Or so, he tells yes, something. Yes. And he's, he's trying to, he gets yeah. pretending like he's going to go do something, yeah, getting he, held back. Kevin Durant's probably, like, the fakest tough guy to me. I think. I mean, remember the time when he acted like he wanted to fight Boogie Cousins? Boogie would would have smashed him. But yeah, no, I'd I'd lo- I definitely love to uh, have a beer with Kevin Durant. I don't even know if he drinks or not, but <laughs> you know he can come up to Lubbock one one time. Uh, we can watch a Texas Tech versus UT basketball game. Yeah, for sure. Since uh, since they're trash since, now. since my Red Raiders are are a top. Uh, I would say a top uh, NBA. Uh, Team? NCAA Probably. program. Oh, okay. NCAA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. With it. Yeah. Um, and UT's kind of kind of fallen down. So, uh, yeah. Care- Kevin Durant, beer me. Yes or no? Yes. Definitely yes for me. All right, guys. So we'll move on to uh, a little bit about the NBA draft. One thing before I kind of want to just talk about it cracks me up. The Chicago Bulls Gar Packs. As you know, I'm a Bulls fan. And uh, I would do anything to get gar packs out of office. <laughs> you know, hashtag fire gar packs, you name it. Um, I'm all aboard that movement. But last week, a 2018 NBA Global Camp uh, was held in Italy. And all NBA teams showed up except the Chicago Bulls. Why? Because they did not want to pay a $10,000 fee that the league had charged teams to <laughs> attend. And, you know, the whole this whole year it was, you know, the the Bulls were a laughing stock because they were uh, cheap. And they didn't want to spend money. They traded Jordan Bell for cash considerations. Yeah. So um, the whole year there was like uh, cash considerations suiting up for the Bulls. Why didn't they use the cash considerations <laughs> to for that thirty thousand? And so you know, you're telling me there there's uh players that in the combine there in Italy that other teams are scouting, and the Bulls just said, no, nah, you know what? We don't need to go to Italy and scout players. We're good where we're at. <laughs> so you know, like they say, build more equity with the ownership there. I mean, just ridiculous. What a joke. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. You never know when you're gonna find the Knicks. Michael Jordan overseas in <laughs> Italy. <laughs> Italy, but you know, hopefully they can knock they can knock this uh, seventh pick out of the out of the water, and, uh, and and get us on the right track. But you know, with guard packs, I don't have much hope. I'm still, you know, the best they've done was we got lucky with D Rose with that number one pick, and other than that, I mean, drafting Jimmy Butler, but nothing else came out of that. Uh, Taj Gibson was solid, but nothing spectacular from Garpack. So I have no faith really in this rebuild. Hopefully, 
by some miracle we get lucky this seventh pick and the bad thing though is if the bulls get good and it works out then carpax is just gonna stay in a stay yeah. in front office for for many I, more years i think they're in a good spot though uh at that seventh pick you you have some pretty good pretty good uh players there so i, I could see i could see you guys being being a pretty solid team in the east this season i don't know i'm hoping playoffs i'm not gonna I'm not gonna get my hopes up but we'll see um speaking of that let's get started with the nba draft we're gonna do kind of our own little nba mock draft and we're just gonna kind of alternate as to you know who we think is gonna go and i'll start it off with phoenix i know last time i said i had no faith and they were gonna ultimately screw it up but they have deandre ayton um yeah i don't know there's no way they can pass that up in my you know 99 out of 100 times you've got to take ayton you just have to there's He's the guy you cannot pass up. So, Phoenix number one, they take DeAndre Ayton. I like that. I like that pick, and I like it better for for the Kings. I I hope it falls that way for the Kings because because uh, I think for the Kings if that happens, it's easy. They're gonna go. They're gonna go Doncic. I mean, having Fox, Bogdanovich, Doncic. And and Collie Stein and any there. other chitches they have in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's a good a good little squad if they can land Doncic. Um, even if they do have to end up with Aiden, man, that's I mean can't go wrong either, with either one. Yeah, and it could ultimately end up being. I mean, I don't expect DeAndre Aiden to be like Greg Oden, um, just a terrible <laughs> bust. Yeah. But you never know, you know. Uh, the Kings could end up with. You know, whoever the Suns don't take at number one, and that could end up being the right pick ultimately. So yeah, for sure, Kings are in a great spot. For sure. Um, for sure. So then we have the Hawks. Honestly, I think the Hawks are going to take Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley said he wants to be the number one pick. That he believes he is the best player in this draft. You know, he was inconsistent with his outside shooting this year at Duke, but the dude can ball, and so he yeah. he. Is he going to be, let me ask you, do you think he's got that potential of Tatum with the Celtics? I think so. If he can land a jump shot, and it'll probably take him a little bit, he probably won't be Jason Tatum like that this year. It won't be like that. But I think he'll end up being an all-star, honestly. I think he's going to be, he has the length, he has the versatility, The he just has it. He has what the NBA is today, that length he can play. Basically, I'm, I'm sure you could throw, throw him out there at the five. In small ball, you know, but I I think he's I think he's he's actually one of my favorite players in the draft. So I I think he's gonna end up being big time. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And he, being in Atlanta, I mean, he has all that to show. I mean, there's not really much else there. Yeah, they no, they have nothing actually. Uh, who who's even their head coach now? I don't even know who their head coach is. I don't know because know they lost was, Budenholzer, which I think was actually a pretty good coach. Yeah, I don't. I have no. I I have no idea. Uh, let's look that up. Yeah. But uh yeah, so with the third pick, the Atlanta Hawks, I have Marvin Bagley. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and pick for the for the Grizzlies. Um hoping that Conley can come back next season with uh with uh good health. Um them having Tyreek Evans at the two and then you have up and coming Dylan Brooks at the three. I like Dylan Brooks. And then you still have Gasol. 
I think they're going to end up going Jaron Jackson. He's been climbing up the boards, and I watched him a little bit yesterday and today, and, and the dude is athletic, man. The dude can pro- the, the dude can play the three, the four, and even the two. He's he's like I said, even with Bagley, he's everything that the that the NBA wants right now. All the length, all the versatility. The dude is crazy athletic, and I think the Grizzlies. I don't think they pass up Jaron Jackson. Yeah, and I, I think you know that's the where the NBA is at now. You know, you have to have shooters at one through five. You have to have guys that stretch the floor, and I feel like this draft has a lot of those guys from. Yeah. You know, even DeAndre Ayton, he can shoot threes. He can shoot that outside jumper, that mid-range jumper. Uh, just like I was telling you, even uh, Wendell Carter. Exactly. You know, he's he's going to – I think he's going to be one of the better players of this draft, Wendell Carter. Um, but that will be for here a little bit down the road. Actually, I just found out uh, – so the coach of the Atlanta Hawks is Lloyd Pierce. So is that did that happen just recently? Did we miss that or? I guess it's, I don't. It just says they. Pierce, where's he? Is he one of this? Was he repl- one of the assistants? He was a 76ers assistant. Huh. So, never heard of this man, but, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, shoot. <laughs> Whatever. But I actually, I actually, I mean, I don't mind that. Like in NBA, I feel like a lot of the NBA teams once they once they fire their coach, they go after coaches that didn't really succeed. You know, like so you're down with that. Uh, I'm down with trying something different. You're down trying with that Raptors hire. Oh, with the assist. Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of weird. Um, just because I mean, I don't know if he's in and in, try to do something similar to Dwayne Casey, which didn't work. But hey, I mean, like I said, try something new. Try something different. Don't try to bring in somebody that hasn't really had much success in the past. Uh, I mean, I like Casey, and I hope he does well in Detroit. But I mean, I think of, he will. I think he. I think yeah. he'll he'll find a way to um, make that Blake Griffin uh, experiment in work. German, yeah. I think I think it'll. He's a great coach. I, I think I think it'll be a solid squad. Honestly, I mean, I I, I like Griffin. I like Drummond. Uh, who else they got? Reggie Jackson. Um, who was the player that this year that was actually doing pretty well for them? Was it Ish Ish Smith? No, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm thinking of Stanley, Stanley Johnson. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, he did okay, but I I think he'll. I mean, they'll add some players this offseason. I think they'll be. I think they'll be pretty decent. All right. So with the fifth pick, go the uh, trash Dallas Mavericks. I think they end up taking Mo Bamba. I think he's a guy they have to take. He's yeah. probably the best player. You know, available right now uh, at that position for them, number five. So you know, he brings. He's young, obviously. He's ju- he was just one year in college. He's got that athleticism. He's got that rim protection, mm-hmm. which they haven't had since Tyson Chandler, that uh, yeah. you know NBA championship. And so I think that makes perfect sense. You have Mo Bamba, you have Harrison Barnes, you have Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, you have that's three really good, nice players. You know, young players that you can hopefully start moving um, that rebuild along because yeah. the maps have kind of been there for for some years now. It, yeah. Nobody wanted to. I think ever since that DeAndre Jordan. Oh <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah, man. he backed off, and then it's been downhill from there for the maps. Crazy but. that how it ended up playing out for DeAndre Jordan and the Clippers. It kind of sucks, but uh, but yeah, I like uh, Mo Bamba there. Um, I think they can be a solid team, and it's crazy uh, if you if if you paid attention to to 
Texas basketball, I guess we kind of did because we were a Big 12. But, I mean, when he got hurt last season for Texas, they weren't they, – they kind of fell off. He comes back into the tournament, all of a sudden, Texas is a pretty pretty decent threat. And then they got knocked out second round, but it was closer. It was a third round. Uh, I believe it was. Didn't they lose? They lost the first game, I think. Oh, was it the first game? Then, I, then I they just lose remember to, them being pretty good. I think they lost the first game to Nevada. They went overtime. Oh, that's right. I think that's it was right. overtime. You're right. Well, anyways, though, but they, they turned into a whole different team once he came back. Even in the Big 12 tournament, he was back by then. And I watched him, and, and the dude is crazy good. He was even... Uh, doing Joel Embiid uh, moves the other day. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, but he he they had him. Uh, he was doing exactly what Embiid does in games, which is crazy. Even though Embiid only has like really like two years under his belt, but and I think with him the big thing is just going to come down to can he stay healthy? You know, yeah, he's already had sure. health problems in college. I don't know. Yeah, can he stay that's healthy? That's what's scary the at the at the at the fifth pick, man. That's what's scary. Dude. I think with those tall, you know, seven footers. Once they yeah. have those those injury problems in college, and, you know how long? It's really the leg injuries. If they have leg injuries, man, I I don't know if I'm taking that risk. Okay, so what's up next? Oh, uh, the magic. Magic. Okay, so I think I think the magic, man. I I I hate the magic because they always give up on their players. Oladipo. Um, who's before Ola, Tob- Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris, yeah. That dude, I mean, even there was even someone else. I think they gave up on. Uh, but I, I, I kind of like their team. Uh, I think they even got a new coach. Um, yeah, they did. The well. guy from uh, the Hornets, Clifford, forgot his first oh, name. Oh yeah. See, I mean, I mean, that's that's one of those those hires that I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, just he didn't have whatever much success. Hire. Yeah, but but let's see what he could do with uh with. You know who I really like on that team is Fournier. I don't okay. know. I, I like Fournier at the at the three. Then you still have Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's turning into one of those players. He's actually developing. He's 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 versatile. He has the length and he can he got that three ball down this season. Uh, Vucevic. Um, Vucevic is a yeah. That, that dude. He's is a good. monster. Yeah. He's um, Justin Simmons. I'm still kind of. Eh, I think he's more of that role player that needs that that he's kind of like that Jay Crowder that we talked about. He needs that he's needs that, that system. structure. Yeah, that system. And he I, I, I like I like, uh, and it's actually not Justin Simmons, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan my bad. Simmons, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think they have to go Trey Young right here uh, because they're not going to go with DJ Augustine again at the point guard. I I, I say go Trey Young, start new. Um, the dude can shoot. He'll develop. He's still young, and and I think that'll be a nice piece to to put some uh, put some put some people in the stands honestly yeah i think so too i think really it'll be more of a business you yeah. know move like you got to put some ass in the seats mm-hmm. and i think trey young is that guy you know he's gonna be must watch everybody's gonna be on you For know sure. wanting to tune in every time uh, he takes on the court so and that's a pretty good um outside shooting team with him with a uh, young fournier uh fournier uh gordon and then vucevic yeah, and then they still have that that other draft pick they had a couple years ago, Herzonia. Herzonia, yeah, Herzonia. Yeah, he was actually uh, doing pretty decent. I just the don't. End of the I season. don't know. You know, uh, some of those guys, we yeah. don't know how how much of a leash they have. You know, they're in Orlando because yeah, for sure they don't they don't like you said they don't seem to keep and their players. So we're forgetting about uh, last year's draft pick, uh, Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was never a big fan of him to be honest. I, I wasn't either. Uh, I liked him coming out, but. But after I watching film towards the end of the season, there I, di- I didn't really, I wasn't really as high on him as I as I had been. Uh, they even still have a uh, Terrence Ross. 
Terrence Ross too. Oh, if he stays out, he's actually a decent contributor. Yeah, just you know, they have some okay players. They have some. They just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is they're missing. They're just missing something. Yeah, for sure. So next pick, we got the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> and uh, you know, honestly, I think I think it's between two players for them if they end up falling. It's either Trey Young. I think ultimately they want Trey Young because. That hoy ball style, you know, that you hear. Yeah. Fred Hoiberg wants to play that spread offense, you know, jack up threes, take those shots, uh, fast pace. Yeah. I think Trey Young fits that. So if he's there, I can see the Bulls taking him. If not, then definitely Michael Porter. Uh, you know, he wants to play for the Bulls. He's apparently only provided his medical to the Chicago Bulls. He's done a private workout with the Bulls. He's liking, retweeting everything. That has to do with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. So he definitely wants to be there. And, you know, at this point, Chicago, why not draft somebody that wants to play for you? For sure. Draft somebody that, hey, they have all that potential. You don't, we, we didn't really see much of Michael Porter in college because no. he was injured. But if that medical says he's clear and he's good to go and he wants to play for you, yeah. absolutely. You got to take that. Yeah. You got to take that. Then you have uh, Chris Dunn. You have Zach Levine. You have Michael Porter, Laurie Markinen, Robin Lopez. That's a starting five, you know, on paper, uh, young, you know, talent. They got versatility where you can go inside, outside. Uh, You got that high percentage shooting. And and the the best part of that is Zach Levine still developing. Uh, Chris Dunn is still developing. Laurie Markinen is still developing. If that happens, the Bulls end up being one of those teams, like, in two, three years, they're going to be scary. Yeah. It's like it's like the old Thunder team being young. Um, who's the current young team? Is it kind of like the Lakers, uh, them being young, and they could end up being scary? Well, like, maybe, like, what about the Sixers? Yeah, You know, Sixers they, they had Embiid, yeah. Fultz, Simmons. For sure. They, that, and that's then, a better comparison right and there then, the Sixers. And then... I can see that because the Bulls probably, I don't know about how much this year, but next year, I think they'll start going in free agents because they have, they're yeah. going to have all that money to spend. Just like the Sixers did when they had, uh, they got, they brought in JJ Redick. They brought in, you know, these vets to complement those young guys. For sure. I can see that happening. And in the East where, I mean, LeBron's years are coming down to an end. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have very much time left if he does stay in the East. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? So, I think Chicago ends up going Michael Porter Jr. at number seven. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't think he gets past seven at all. I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, man, this is tough. I'm picking for the Cavs here, and it, it's tough because I'm gonna pick like LeBron James is gone. Okay. Okay. That's that's just my thought because I feel like it's 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 gonna happen. It's more than likely to happen. Um, so I think if he stays, what do they do with Love? I think they hold on to him. I saw I saw some tweet earlier about um, Dan Gilbert was saying that he thinks he can put a championship team around even with that, which which is yeah, like, <laughs> which, he, which is laughable. Yes, he, ha- he hasn't proven that. He, yeah, he hasn't proven that. Not at yeah. all. And so I don't think he's he's I don't think he lets go of love. I don't think he does. I think he holds on to Tristan just because of the contract. No one is gonna want that contract. He's gonna have to. So that this is why I think they pass on Wendell Carter. Okay. Okay. So I don't. You- I wouldn't. I wouldn't 
but I think they I think they do. So I think I think they're gonna end up having to take Colin Sexton. Oh, okay. Because okay. Because they're gonna need a point guard. George Hill. I mean, George Hill is, is what he is. I mean, he's not he's not gonna be any better than what he what he is right now. Uh, so you start new. You start with, with the guy that's that's super competitive, like Colin Sexton. I mean, the dude. I I think the dude. I mean, took Alabama to the to the March Madness pretty much by himself. And I'm a, I'm a big Sexton. Fan. He's getting. I don't know if you've seen, but he's getting comparisons to Russell Westbrook. He's getting those Russell Westbrook comparisons early on. I mean, I love Colin Sexton. So you see I, why I'm a fan. <laughs> I love Colin Sexton. I just don't know about eight. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, um, and I don't. I think. I think the the other pick that I was thinking was gonna have to be Wendell Carter, but I'm thinking in my head, if they if they're without James, even so, let's say let let me ask hypothetically speaking, let's say LeBron stays and he he gives his word to the Cavs before the draft and tells them, I'm staying. What input do you think LeBron has on that pick? Do you think LeBron's telling management, hey, you, we need to draft this guy, or is he kind of staying out of it? I I think. I think you'll have a little bit of input, but I just don't see anyone there at eight that he's gonna want to be like. I'll Let's stay trip. if yeah, I'll stay if if we get this guy. You know, I I just don't see that happening. Um, if he does stay, I still I then I think they take a uh, uh, Carter Wendell Carter just to have that depth, that big man depth with with uh, Thompson Love Wendell Carter. That that'd be a nice little. A little trio right there, and then, then they bring in the free agents for the point guard, for the shooting guard, which would have to be you know vets with yeah like hardly any they hardly have any money, any cap space. So. Yeah, and th- and that's where I think that's where they'll end up having to move uh, guys like George Hill, guys like Love is probably uh, the best. Va- the, yeah. I think Kevin Love is the one that has the most value for them. So, um, but, but we'll see. So I, I, d- I just don't see Window Carter just because uh, I even just now re- remember that they have Larry Nance. Oh, Larry Nance. Larry too. Nance. Is, yeah, yeah. I, I think he had a had a big impact on on the cast for the postseason. So you're going. I'm going official, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. Yes. All right. So then, at nine, I think if the Knicks, if they if Window Carter falls to the Knicks, I think they're uh, you know they're partying partying out in the Times Square and Madison Square Garden. They're you know just going crazy because I mean. Wendell Carter at nine, yeah, I'll take it. You pair him with Porzingis and let Canner go. I mean, oh, I guess he you can he, he put him off the bench. I guess. He, I mean, I guess it, he his is the his uh, he either wants to. It's a player opt in. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, but I mean, who else? Uh, Nick, uh, what's the French point guard? Nick, Nicotina or Nick? Oh, um, Nelinkia or whatever. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I mean, he kind of started coming on uh, yeah. a little bit last year. But they still have a. But they have man. What's crazy is that they have Trey Burke, who ended up playing really well towards the end. And I remember reading something about Trey Burke saying that he changed up his whole his whole game plan to be what he was there towards the end of the season. He started training training differently, and so they could hold on to Trey Burke. And they even have a they traded for Emmanuel Mudiay, which I mean I don't know how much more potential he has, but. I was never a fan of Moutier. I mean, I don't think... I mean, I think at this point he just is what he is. But you have Wendell Carter, and then you pair him with uh, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr. I think 
I mean, why yeah. not? That's not bad. So at number nine, I'm going uh, Wendell Carter. Okay. Um, at ten for the Sixers, man, I I, th- I think I'm just gonna have to go with uh, more of a need. Um, I mean, you have Embiid, you have Saric at the four. Uh, they have Covington, who is actually first team defense, I want to say. Um, and then you have JJ Reddick, and then you have Ben Simmons. Plus Markel Fultz. That's, that's man. That's a crazy good team. Um, I think I'm just gonna go f- with uh, Miles Bridges, uh, just for just because he's probably gonna be the best b- available player at the time, and just to have that depth and that and that two three four more of the three four position. But but that's I think that's what they were. That's what they'll go. Number eleven, the Hornets. I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball here. Um, this is some some guy that i've seen that's been kind of climbing up some of the mock drafts and some of the you know things that i've seen online uh lonnie walker shooting guard for miami uh freshman i think that's i mean i don't know really the hornets are a big question mark really because you have uh kemba Mm -hmm. you have batum who else they have out there jeremy lamb lamb it's just Marvin Mike, Williams. Michael Jordan just can't build a team either. Yeah. He can't put up. He can't put a, a good, consistent roster. So who knows what he even wants? What he, what he's even thinking? But why not add more shooting? Why not add somebody else that can? Because um, at this point, pretty much all those uh, big guys that can spread the, the yeah. court um, that you would take as a top player are gone. Yeah. So why not? I'm, I'm going to go eleven. Uh, Lonnie Walker from Miami. Lonnie Walker. All right, for uh, I'm gonna pick both picks for the Clippers. Okay. Twelve and thirteen. I think right here we've already seen DeAndre Jordan talking about he's leaving. So I'm I'm gonna do this pick thinking that he's gone. And I think the first one that they'll go is Robert Williams, the okay. big man from A and M. Oh man, dude, that I don't know how much you saw the NCAA tournament. Yeah. But dude, that dude was he's a windmilling. Monster. He was going. I was, yeah. I was like, "Holy crap!" It was crazy. Is that he's a he's a big, thick dude. Yeah, but he moves like he's you know a, a shooting guard. He moves like he's little guy almost. That's what they say about me, <laughs> big thick guy. <laughs> um, for the for the next pick, I, I think they need more of a two because I think they'll keep Lou Will off the bench as a six man. Um. You still have Gallinari at the three, who was injured pretty much the whole season. Um, and at the four, this is where they got uh, Harris from, from Detroit, Tobias Harris. And then you have Patrick Beverly coming back. And so that's, this is where I think it gets interesting because I think they, they need a shooting guard. And and uh, I think they even need a point guard because I'm not a big Patrick Beverly fan. He's more of the defensive-minded point Um no, no. Is that is that because you you don't like him because of that, or you just don't like him for another reason? <laughs> that dude singly handed single handedly ruined the whole Thunder dynasty that was to come, and single handedly <laughs> did it by himself. Because I mean, I can't I can't be mad at his competitiveness. I'm competitive just like him. Like, but man, to think that him by himself did that the way he did is is upsetting man and I, I think for the rest of my life if i ever see him on the streets i'm i'm, I'm boxing him <laughs> i'm squaring up with the dude um but yeah i so i think right here 
I think I'm gonna go with the the, the best available player, and I think it was uh, Michael Bridges from, okay. from Villanova, that shooting guard. Uh, I think he's an upgrade. I think he'd be an upgrade over over Doc's son, Austin Rivers, because Austin Rivers can't shoot for crap. Yeah, he's. Um, but yeah, I think that's what that's where they're going. And I honestly wanted to go Zaire Smith so bad, but. And I mean, you know, Michael Bridges or Michael Bridges, however you say that. I mean, that you know them fall him falling to thirteen. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's a pretty big drop considering most you know mocks yeah. or things that we've seen have them in that top 10 mm-hmm. but you never know how these drafts play out you know somebody makes a surprise pick or whatever and guys like that end up falling so yeah and i see that's the before i did that I, I had him going to the Cavs at eight but i went with colin sexton instead all right and for the last pick of the lottery uh number 14 you know i'm gonna go a little bit with uh with some emotion with some tugging on my heartstrings i'm gonna go zaire smith from texas tech uh you know that he he honestly was a monster for texas tech this year nobody really saw that coming just developing into even being talked to talked as a top 15 pick or top 10 whatever it is now you know he he would he made if if you guys didn't see Texas Tech this year play basketball. It was highlight after highlight for Zaire Smith. Uh, no look three sixties. He was just uh, run down blocks. Uh, that dude is he was amazing. And after every game, you know, as a Tech fan, I was like, oh man, oh yeah. man, we're gonna lose him. We're yep. gonna lose him. And then that NCAA tournament came in, uh, came along, and you know he was just yeah. It, it was. It was the Zaire Smith show, so I'm going 14, uh, Denver Nuggets Zaire Smith. So I like that pick. I mean, uh, he'd be good depth behind behind Gary Harris, um, Will Barton, which is play, Will Barton plays all three positions. Um, Murray, yeah, I mean Murray. Uh, I mean he could probably even play a little bit of three. Because I don't think Chandler. I don't think honestly I don't think wherever Zaire goes. I don't think he's gonna go in there and be that starting. That starter, yeah, he's just gonna be a, a, a good role player because he was at Tech. He was he was more known for his defense and his athleticism. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I mean, obviously, that's what like we said. I mean, that's what teams want, other than shooting. If you can't shoot, I mean, he'll he'll develop that shooting. He can still shoot the three ball. And it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be highlight after highlight. He's gonna be on. I guarantee you he's going to be on that Sports Center top 10 uh you know a lot this next season. That would so. suck, man, cuz as a Thunder fan, they play the Nuggets. I think they're actually in the same division if I'm not mistaken and yeah, to root for the Nuggets in a, in a in a small way cuz of Zaire. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, so that's uh that's the uh top 14 that we have that we we think is going to happen this year in the NBA draft. NBA draft is actually 2 weeks away on the or it's actually next week, uh the 21st. Next next, next oh, Thursday, wow. next Thursday. So time flies, dude. Yeah, so we'll be doing. Let's do a probably our next uh, episode. We'll be kind of discussing the madness of the you know NBA draft and what happens on that day. And so uh, let us know. You know, hit us up on our on our Twitter and you know have some discussion with us on on what you think is going to happen in the NBA draft. You know, yeah. uh, just kind of who do you think is a dark horse to get in pick top ten. Uh, you know, there's always somebody that ends up drafting a foreign player yeah. that nobody's heard of, like Kristaps. Yeah. You know, like everybody was like, 
Phil Jackson drafting Porzingis. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? And look at them now. And that's so, where um, your your Bulls come into play with. Uh, I mean, they're not going to do it. They didn't pay <laughs> to watch anyone. So yeah. So that at that point, I'm not even worried. But you know what? Last year, after we made that trade for Jimmy Butler. And I say we because I'm just so emotionally invested in the Chicago <laughs> Bulls. Uh, they drafted Markkinen, and you know, you and I were watching the draft here mm-hmm. on the on the on my couch. And what did I tell you? I was like, I want Markkinen. And I, I had ne- heard, I had never heard of the dude. I, I was like, I want Markkinen. They draft him, and it comes out that the Bulls had never even worked him out. That's they hadn't even. They had no n- no contact with him really at all throughout the whole draft process. And he gets drafted to Chicago. So that goes to show you guard packs right there is they're a wild card. You don't know what they're going to do. So so with that being said, do you really think that they're going to take Michael Porter? I, I, they, I, I don't know. I really, Just because of the stuff that you were talking about, the way that he's he's done things. You know, if we, if, if we somehow manage to mess this up, <laughs> which, I mean... Uh, granted, you're, we already messed it up by not tanking right and yeah. being number seven. I might just jump off the balcony, you know, uh, <laughs> or you know, you know those videos that people have—they throw their TV from the yeah. balcony or something. That might be me. So, uh, hopefully, next Thursday, I'm very happy. Hopefully, um, not. hopefully, I'm here <laughs> recording his reaction of this TV throwing off the balcony. Just, I mean, I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me though. If Garpax says, like, fuck it, let's draft some guy from, like, Russia or somebody that they didn't even <laughs> go see or, like, they have no connection to, and they're just going to be like, well, he's a great fit for the Fred Hoiberg system and like, what's some bullshit. Um, but he's going to draft that dude um, from Villanova that went off Dante, what's his last name? Oh, my gosh. Dante DeVin. De- I forgot yes. his last name. No, he, no. The way he played in the March, man, his guard pass is probably like, yeah, man, the dude's going to be freaking good. So, hey, let's take him at seven. That would honest- That's actually one of my one of my favorite players in the draft, though. You, you really? I like him, man. He can he can do it all. Dante DiVincenzo? Yes, that guy. That's <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off if that's who the Bulls take at seven. Honestly, I don't even. Uh, <laughs> I can't say, you know, that they're not going to mess up because I, I have no faith. I honestly don't have any faith that, that they get it right. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for sure. All right. So, uh. Some, something I want to talk about is, I don't know if you heard last week, uh, this minor league pitcher for the New York Mets, <laughs> Aaron Laffey. Shout out, Aaron Laffey. Uh, he gave up 14 runs, 12 of them uh, earned. And after that, after allowing those 12 runs, he, he, he was like, fuck it. And he just retired. He, 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 just into said, the sunset, he huh? rode off into the sunset and said, you know what, screw it. I'm done. Uh, and he just he just retired. So I was cracking up so much. Just uh, and what do you think? What do you think about that? What do you, I, I what would you do? I, what would you do if you allowed twelve runs? I think that's hilarious. Um, I would have probably done the same thing. Honestly, I mean, the dude, the dude was obviously or he was in the MLB. I was looking it up. He was in the MLB before um 
If I'm not mistaken, I actually think he even played for your beloved Braves. Did he? I might be mistaken. I don't know. But he's, I mean, he's the dude who's 33. Um, trying to make a comeback to the MLB. Allows 14, I mean, yeah, 12, 12, 12, 12 earned, 12 earned runs, man. <laughs> to the, that's in, insane. To the New Orleans baby cakes. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. To, it's not even an MLB team. This is, this, this was a double A team, oh wasn't it? Oh my god. Was it triple A or double A? Oh, uh, let's see. It'd be worse if, either way. Triple A, triple A. Either, either way, that, that's horrible. And he just quit baseball. I said, yeah, you know what? You know what, man? I would have probably done the same exact shit. And his manager, his manager goes, you know, he gave it everything he had. I mean, sixteen years. He, the man was in the minors for sixteen years. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I, I would have retired probably. Yeah. Eight years ago. <laughs> I, yeah, I would. I'm surprised. Yeah, I would have been like, can you take me out? Don't let me embarrass yeah, myself. Yeah, that's. Like, <laughs> That's another like, thing, you know, yeah. your manager's out here saying he gave it everything he had, but he left his ass out there to get yeah, shit for, on for no. all those innings. Yeah, forget that, man. I would have, yeah, I would have been like, I'm out, I'm out after probably like the sixth <laughs> earned run. I'm like, dude, take me out. I would have, I would have taken myself out of the yeah, game, but just like, left my glove out. I would have acted hurt or something. Yeah, I would have faked it too, just, you know, faked yeah. the injury. And uh, I would have just taken myself out yeah. and, and just said, no, nah, I've had it. Probably, I was, maybe like what? How many runs? After how many runs do you think? <laughs> I would have probably, I'm telling you, I would have done six or seven. I'd be like, okay, I'm done. You don't have that, you know, you don't think he had that belief like, okay, I'm going to get out this inning or yeah, I'm going to get out. And they just left them to get rocked out yeah. there for 12 and, or- and it still, like I said, it trips me out. It was against a triple A, a minor league team. And I understand these are professional players. The New Orleans still, Baby Cakes. Oh, man. Shout out to New Orleans Baby Cakes for making this dude retire. Can you imagine, you know, like his kids or his grandkids? Yeah, like, man. You know, what was your last game? You know, what happened? You know, um, I allowed 12 runs to the New Orleans Baby Cakes. I wouldn't even <laughs> bring that shit up, man. I, I would be like, man, oh, dude, I, I would say I struck out 12. <laughs> I'm like, I struck out 12. I didn't give up 12. No, man. I, that's what I would have said. And it was uh, after three innings, he had already given up eight runs. Oh, <laughs> so see, look at that, man. That's that's pretty messed up. From the, we gotta we gotta contact that that manager. That manager had some faith in him, Maria. Something that, he knew. I don't know what's going on, man. He, himself, I would have been like, dude, take me out. What are you doing, <laughs> man? He, he actually, uh, he last played, I'm looking it up right now, he last played in the big leagues for your Colorado Rockies in 2015. Oh, man. <laughs> no wonder, man. That, that, now, that makes sense. You know, well, the, I, I mean, it's basically the same crap right now for the Rockies. Let's let's look oh, up uh, let's look up his stats for the Rockies. Aaron Laffey, uh, MLB stats. Let's see let's see what what kind of numbers he put up. What are you thinking? I'm thinking six point five ERA, no wins, probably like ten losses. The, okay, so he we have he had one win, zero losses. A three sixty eight ERA, pitched in three games, oh, seven innings, three earned runs. How many strikeouts? Three strikeouts. I mean, what happened? That, that, that I mean, that's serviceable, you know. Throwing throwing arm yeah, out there really just for is. a desperation game or something. Uh, yeah, but you, to go from that to 
getting run out by the New Orleans baby cakes? Nah, bro. I, I struck out 12, bro. <laughs> I struck out 12 baby cakes. Yeah, that's what that's what you're telling that's your kids and everybody. Yeah, for sure, yes. dude. Yeah, that's but, you know, he's going to be he's going to go down in the in the history books there. Yeah. That's what he's going to be remembered by. That sucks, Getting man. rocked and destroyed by the New Orleans baby cakes. And Shout out. Who's their manager? Aaron Who's his manager? Tony DeFrancesco. Yeah, I'm hitting that dude up. Like, dude, what? What was your? What? Why did you, know, you let I'm, this happen? You know, if I'm gonna retire or if I'm just gonna quit, I'm fighting him. Yeah, I'm going, dude. In, the, I'm going in the dugout and I'm swinging him. Yeah, man. I got a baseball like, bat and, yeah, and I'm sure. I'm going off. You know, I uh, probably then after that I'm going over there to the baby cakes and I'm I'm, squ- I'm fighting them too, dude. <laughs> Making me retire. I ain't going out like this, man. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. That, that's that sucks, man. Shout out Aaron Laffy. Uh, you know, your name sucks too, dude. Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Yeah, we all laughing at you. <laughs> so, good luck, whatever, whatever you do. Just hope it has nothing to do with baseball. Yeah. Um, man. So, a, a bit of interesting news that came out probably around like Thursday of last week was this whole uh, Julian Edelman Gronk thing that's been going on with the Pats. Yeah. The Pats have been kind of some drama this off season with Tom yeah, Brady not man. knowing if he's coming back. Uh, the, this is actually our first uh, kind of football NFL talk here. What the, was I views. telling you last week about um, if if uh, Belichick doesn't if he shouldn't have traded Garoppolo or they shouldn't have traded Garoppolo because now I think it's just like man this dude I mean he doesn't know how to lose I mean which is awesome. I think I think if if uh, Brady once Brady leaves, I think Belichick's gone. And I could he wants see no it. part of that. Yeah. You know, I could see it too, man. Uh, but I, I think yeah, I think this is the downfall. I think this is the beginning of the end for the Pats. For sure. Uh, with Edelman getting four games for uh, PDs, that dude, that's a shock because Edelman was one of those guys that I mean. He, I mean, he works his ass off, like. But you know, he he had just come out of an injury. Yeah. You never know what what he was taking yeah. or. Uh, did he? He ended up saying he apologized, right? So he, I, he I basically know. admitted it that he did it. Basically, I, mean, I think what I read was that the NFL actually didn't know what he actually tested positive for. Hmm. Um, so who knows? You know, you have those uh, moron Patriot fans that you know they're like, "Oh, the NFL is against us," and you yeah, know, they, they they'll. I mean, for shout sure. out anyway. Shout out to the Pats fans because they're they're actually diehard. They'll they'll die for Tom Brady. They'll yeah. die for Bill Belichick. Um, but I, it's 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 cool to see though. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not that type of person to see. I, I don't want to see people fail or anything. But it's about time to see the Patriots. You know, go downhill a little bit. Hopefully, end up coming into a losing season. But even without Edelman, man, they're gonna be fine. Um, I wish they would have traded Gronkowski just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of that, uh, that what I had seen was from Adam Kirchin on Twitter. Uh, his tweet, I'm going to read that tweet. It says, from multiple sources, here's what I have. The Gronk rumors. Told Belichick wanted to trade him. Offers on the table with both the Titans and 49ers. He and Robert Kraft had a closed-door meeting to discuss. And uh, Tom Brady threatened to retire if the deal went through. So Kraft nixed it. Do you think there's like... any validity to that? or any? Yeah, that sounds like just, man. Just... I, I I believe it, man. That's some That's something that... I feel like Brady would do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I don't think Brady wants to stay. If they trade Gronk, yeah. why even? I mean, the Patriots know how hard it is, or Tom Brady knows how hard it is 
without uh without Gronk. So yeah, definitely if if they trade Gronk, he's out. You know, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. Even Gronk, he was talking about retiring. So who knows if he actually even wants to? Yeah, I, I don't know with Gronk either. You know, he's all about partying. And yeah, for sure. Him in San Francisco, though, that would have been. I hate the Niners. That's probably my most hated NFL team. What is that? I just hate their fans. Their fans are. They're just. They're all the same. It's weird. They're all just annoying assholes. Man. It's like Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, for sure. But the thing is, with Niners fans that I do like, is that they actually stick with that damn team. Like, yeah, I mean, they they stick with them. And uh, but yeah, I just hate. I don't know. I just I've just always hated the Niners mainly just because of the fans. They're all assholes. <laughs> but him him in San Francisco that would have been pretty pretty nice to see with him teaming Jimmy up with Garoppolo. And then, uh, I mean, they I don't, don't know, have the much Niners else. are the Niners are coming yeah, up. Yeah, I mean Shanahan will do something good to make that team team pretty decent. They this have season. Sherman on defense. Uh, My favorite player on that team now is Jarek McKinnon though. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm a big McKinnon I don't know fan. about that contract, though, but... Yeah, uh. that's true. But he is the number one back, man. I was looking at their at their roster, and uh, who is it just behind them? Breda? Breda? Matt Breda? Yeah. That uh, mean. Which, you know, he got, a, he got a lot of hype last year. Yeah. Actually, I had him on my fantasy team. I held on to him for as long as I, I could because that. I thought, you know, at some point, Carlos Hyde's going to get hurt and Breda's going to take off. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. So, who knows? But, yeah, yeah the, the Niners are looking up, so... Trash ass. Um, and then also with NFL news, what do you think about this whole T.O. thing? Oh, uh, that he just said, you know, I'm not going to uh, the Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. I just don't give a shit. That's, I'm not that's going. T.O., man. I, like I told you earlier, man, I'm not surprised one bit. I mean, that's the dude. That's the dude's personality. That's, that's the way he is, man. He doesn't have – he doesn't really have, like – he doesn't think about stuff. Like, he should have had the respect for, for the for – the, I mean, for the Hall of Famers to be like, okay, I'm going to go up there and do what I have to do, then do something else later on, man. Do you think like, he's going to be, uh, like, doing sit-ups on his garage or in his, in his driveway? He's doing the... something stupid like that. He, yeah, he's going to be doing something stupid. <laughs> he's going to be out celebrating with Ocho, Ocho Cinco? Probably, man. That's Yeah, I, I wasn't surprised at all. I, I was kind of shocked just because, uh, you know, it's a big moment. You're getting inducted into yeah. the NFL Hall of Fame and... You, you know, you get that golden jacket, that bust, and not a lot of people, as far as I know, I don't think I've ever heard anybody turn down an invitation to that. Yeah. So, but leave it to T.O. Only yeah. T.O. Only T.O. Only T.O. would do that. So Right after his Madden cover release, too. That's what's even... <laughs> the dude's just in the press still, man. It's, it's wild. And, he, and then he still wants to play. Didn't he tweet at... Or, was it? Did he tweet at, at uh, John Lynch and was like, "Hey, sign me to a <laughs> He's contract." He's been trying to play for. Dude, I don't know what, how like, long. Forty-two. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, the dude's still well, jacked. Well, I mean, but he's still relevant, though. Shout out to To. He's still for sure. Wasn't he on that challenge too? That you know we talked about that. Uh, the dude quit. We talked about that the challenge yeah, last episode, with but the, I, yeah, I, with the uh, Booby Gibson. Yeah, Booby Gibson. But yeah. I think uh, To was on that too. I mean, I don't, I didn't watch that. The dude season, quit. But. I think like after the first or second episode. Yeah, CT. Him. He was about to get into it with CT man, and <laughs> it was pretty wild. But yeah, dude, you saw the the personality that he has just in that one episode. The dude and, and, didn't you know, care at all. Yeah, it just. He keeps his name out in the in the news, you know. Yeah. He's coming out for stuff, and so, you know, prop, hey. props to T.O. Whatever, bro. Keep dropping them passes, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> and so uh, the last thing we're going to talk about here this uh, second episode is UFC 225 that happened on Saturday this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm a huge UFC fan. I I, prob- I don't miss a pay-per-view. I can't remember the last time I missed uh, a UFC pay-per-view. Yeah. So I, pr- I pretty much watched them all, even the shittiest cards, you know. It, it's al- it's always the, the, the ones that look shitty on paper that end up being the, the best, the one, best yeah. ones. Uh, but this card was absolutely stacked from the prelims all the way to the main card. Uh, we had uh, Robert Whitaker against Yoel Romero. Uh, Whitaker retained in uh, fight of the year. Wait, Absolute classic. Okay, so hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you here. Uh, I, I like the UFC, and I'm, I'm a pretty. I'm not as big as Gio. Um, I, I don't watch all of them, but I but I, I'm still familiar with most fighters. Um, and I do watch the the big time fights that I the, the fighters that I do like. But anyways, uh, so Romero lost. Yeah, Yo Romero lost. Oh, wow. Uh, five rounds. He, he, I mean, back and forth. It was fight of the year for sure. Wow. Uh, Yoel clocked Whitaker. I think fourth and fifth or third and fourth round. Um, he and he almost ended the fight. He he knocked. Uh, uh, Whitaker was on skates. He he didn't know what? where he was out. Uh, but Romero, uh, Whitaker actually broke his hand or his thumb in the first round, so he oh. fought a whole fight without without one hand, and he was still your was Romero. A decision? Uh, yeah, split. Oh, uh, but wow. uh, Whitaker was uh, he was fucked, and Romero on Instagram. If you guys have seen the, those pictures, or he's fucked. His face is uh, you can't. Both of those guys and just ended up fucked up. Man, uh, but yeah, it was definitely it was a fight of the year. I think uh, amazing fight. That's and then wild. uh co-main event was Colby Covington against Rafael Dos Anjos, uh, RDA. Everybody hates Colby Covington. I don't know how much you've heard of Colby Covington. Mm. Um, but everybody hates him because he just talks a bunch of shit. He uh, he called the Brazilians a bunch of filthy animals <laughs> and you know, he was saying that he was going to take, he was going to win the belt, uh, take it to Donald Trump like a real champ, unlike the Eagles and the Warriors. Oh, man. And um, he was just talking all this shit, you know. Uh, he's trying, I think he tries to be like Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. Um, Sounds like that. But it, I don't know. I kind of root for guys like that just because it makes it entertaining. Like, I want to yeah. watch. I want to watch. People want to watch either to watch him win or to get his ass beat. Yeah. Um, for sure. So. And he ended up. I thought he dominated the fight. He destroyed RDA, and he won the interim title. And then after that, he, him and uh, Tyron Woodley are going at it. Oh, uh, wow. Colby Covington just, uh, you know, called Tyron a bitch, and oh, that he's man. gonna destroy him. That's and, gonna be exciting because I'm actually a big Tyron. Woodley and fan. and so Tyron came out right after that fight uh, was on Instagram, and he he tweeted Dana White. He said, "Line this bitch up." And he said he uh, that they weren't going to let him fight in the UFC ever again because he was going to hurt Colby Covington so bad that they weren't going to ever allow Tyron Woodley to fight ever again. Man, that's so, going to be exciting. And they're, right they're going back and forth on Twitter just talking shit to each other. They genuinely hate each other. So I'm excited for that. I mean, That's wild. I, and yeah, I haven't heard too much of this Covington kid. I'm going to have to check it out. But I'm a big Woodley fan. so I'm. And Covington's more of a... You know, if you're not really like a UFC or a MMA diehard fan, I don't really think you'll like Colby uh, Covington style because he's more of a wrestler. 
he'll oh, put that okay. pressure on you and try to grapple you and wrestle yeah. you. He'll throw in those strikes. He's not gonna just stand in, stand in the middle of the ring and an octagon and just and just bang it out. He's not gonna do that. So, but the thing with that's interesting with that is Woodley's a wrestler. You know, first oh, of all, you know he he collegiate wrestler. Um, but he throws those bombs. Yeah, he, he wants saying, to. I've he, seen him. He, throws he wants those to. He, he yeah. wants to strike. He's yeah. no. He's not there to just hug it out. And uh, so I'm excited for that. But I think one of the the biggest things that people were looking at for UFC 225 CM was CM Punk versus Mike Jackson. I mean, honestly, I can say I was I was pulling for CM Punk. You know, yeah. um, I watch WWE. Uh, I'm a big WWE fan too. Um, and so a lot of, uh, for some reason, a lot of the WWE fan base, they hate CM Punk because he left and I, I I don't know, but honestly, I was pulling for CM Punk because you got to admire a guy that's 39. I think he is Mm -hmm. and had never fought in the MMA period. Yeah. And he says, fuck it. I want to be an MMA fighter. And he tests himself in the biggest promotion ever ufc yeah and he goes in there and hey man he his first fight honestly was terrible he he had no business in there second fight he he looked improved mm-hmm. still not ufc qual- uh quality or caliber yeah but man i give that guy props because hey he tried he was in there i i can't make fun of a guy that is going yeah. after his dream or that if that's what he wanted to do um did he say anything afterward about trying to fight again? Or no, I think I know Dana White said that was it for him in the UFC. Huh. Um, but the other guy he was fighting, Mike Jackson, was kind of a like a dick. He was um, like mocking him the whole fight, and mm. at one point he started tickling CM Punk. It was kind of like a joke. It was ridiculous, and so um, Dana White, I know, was pissed about that. But hmm. um, I know a lot of people tuned in just for CM Punk, you know. And yeah. so hey props to the ufc i know a lot of people are like uh oh, mma is a joke because of that hey dana white at the end of the day he's making that money he's making that money and uh he got people to buy it buy those pay-per-views it was in chicago cm punk's hometown so what better way to just promote that and give him one last shot yeah um and it's not like cm punk was taking it as a joke you know yeah. he was training with legit guys he's in the uh in the camp with uh a pettis Oh, and yeah, those yeah. guys, he's actually a teammate of Tyron Woodley as well. Um, so those guys were pulling for him. Uh, and so you got to root for a guy like that. Yeah. Um, hopefully a feel-good story. But unfortunately, it didn't work out. And all the little WWE dweebs that, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> little CM Punk lost, you little bitch. And, and, you know, I don't know how much shit I saw on Twitter about that. Like, you know, it, and I made a comment on Twitter. Uh, it's always the lard asses that are just sitting on the couch with their gut hanging out. Um, they can't see their dick. Haven't found their. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't seen their dick in like ten years, and they're like, "Oh, CM Punk's unathletic, man. What a joke." You know, those guys haven't haven't done anything athletic other than fucking jacking off to whatever they watch on Pornhub. <laughs> like, it's just uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna knock a guy for that. You know, CM Punk, shout yeah. out. Uh, you know, we'll throw him in there for beer. Me too. I'll have a beer with CM Punk. Uh, I have a beer with him. You know, shit. Just so he can help me whoop Kitty's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, what do you think about that? Do you know, yeah. yeah, man, I think that's that's pretty cool, man. I'm not gonna like you said. I'm not gonna knock anyone either. Um, I I don't really watch much WWE, but uh, that is one guy that I do remember a lot. I mean, from WWE was CM Punk and. 
at the end of the day, I think I think that's cool that he was uh, trying to do some MMA. And yeah, I mean, next uh, next big uh, UFC pay per view though, uh, July seventh, uh, Super Fight Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic for the UFC Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I think I think Daniel Cormier is gonna win that, and he's gonna be a two uh, two division champ. And and then John Jones comes back and whoops that ass again. Man, right? jo- John Jones. I don't even. John Jones is also talking shit about Kobe Covington. Where my um, boy? Uh, what happened to my boy Rumble? Alright, man, that man. dude went to go uh, start a weed dispensary business or some yeah, shit like that. Dang, he went man. to go get high, and he said too much, too many hits to the head. He he called it quits. That's my boy. Right um, there. But yeah, that 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 card is stacked as well. UFC two twenty six July seventh. Uh, I'm excited for that. I am excited for that for and sure. In the future, future, future. Uh, I think it's August 11th or August 7th as well, but uh, Cody, my boy Cody Garbrandt <laughs> versus that little bitch TJ Dillashaw. Cody, no, no man. love. I, man, my boy, no love, man. He has to come in this one. I, no love is probably my favorite fighter. Um, the dude, man, the dude knocks heads, dude. And I think he, I think he should have had last fight if if he wouldn't have been been so 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 cocky, I guess, during the fight. Kind of like we, we 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 both saw it coming. Yeah, and I, I think honestly, I think he got really cocky. Uh, all that stuff about that video of him knocking out TJ in practice. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. And T- he did have him. You remember that in the first round, he he had TJ, and TJ ended up way getting out of that first round. And man, TJ got him. Yeah. So uh, TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt, two, uh, UFC two twenty seven, August fourth. So we're we're almost there on that yeah. thing as well. You think uh, come quick you too. think he redeems himself? Or oh you think- yeah, for sure, man. I think Cody. I think Cody will come out and uh, and dominate, man. I think TJ didn't even he didn't even seem like he wanted to fight this second one. You know, man. I lo- I love uh, Cody. No love. He's also one of my favorite fighters. But I'm I think I'm gonna have to go with the uh, with uh, the snake TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> uh, I just I think he gets it done again. I just. I don't know. TJ is good. TJ is good, man. He's a he's a. Good Honestly, fighter. I think Cody. It's too much in his head. He's too emotional. He's got. He hates uh, TJ so much mm-hmm. that I think it it affects him. While TJ, he's a more strategic. He just walks in there, mm-hmm. you know, calm, focused. calm, clean, clean yeah. mind, and uh, I think he gets it done. But we'll see. I'm excited for that. Uh, these next two UFC pay per views are gonna be. Ones to watch Cormier for sure. is trash, man. I'm not a big Cormier. I love guy. DC, man. Every time I that bet dude, that, I, that dude's a different type of cocky, man. That dude's I just I just don't like his cockiness. Yeah, you know he said uh, he said if he beats Miocic, uh, Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight title, he's the uh, best in the world, best UFC fighter of all time. And yeah, so uh, I love I love DC. Every time I'm on that DraftKings uh, pay per view nights, uh, I'm 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 betting for. Uh, you know, DC. I'm. I'm always. I'm all in on DC. I don't know why he's saying that he's best all time. He ain't even beat. He's beating everybody Jones. except John Jones. Yeah, exactly. everybody. So he can't. His only. He's only two L's or John, John Jones. Jones. John Jones will fight him probably high on cocaine. And John Jones will whoop that ass man. on Viagra or whatever yeah. the hell he was Cialis or whatever, whatever the dick pills he was taking. John Jones will whoop him on any. He'll probably whoop him while he's on Viagra, while he's high on cocaine, while he's drunk. I bet you he still whoops Cormier's ass. Ah oh, man, uh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully that fight never happens again because I do think John Jones would beat. I mean, Cormier is what forty years old. John Jones. I mean, uh, it, Cormier would lose that, but still, um, 
yeah, so UFC 225, I think was was awesome. A lot of people said it was boring and whatever, um, but I thought it was great. And so these next two UFC pay-per-views, man, I'm all I'm all in on those. Um, so yeah, next week and, we'll uh, have. Yeah, with that being said, uh, shout out. We just got a notification about okay. uh, Greg Hardy getting a, a UFC contract. Oh uh, wow! So uh, he was on. I don't know if you guys know, he was on Dana White's uh, fight contender. Uh, today it was his his fight, and he he won by knockout in fifty seven seconds. Uh, yeah, against a, a, another NFL player, Austin Lane. And Dana White, Dana White just said, "Fuck it, I guess let's give him a contract." Yeah. And man, you know people hate people hate uh, Greg Hardy too. Yeah, I'm not so, a fan of him, but so hey, people. I mean, what, but what are people hey, gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna watch. You're gonna go pay yeah. sixty five dollars to but watch. Why, like you said, because you're either gonna want to watch him whoop somebody or get his ass whooped. I want to watch him get his ass whooped. And, and I mean, he's he's going into he's going into the shark the, shark infested waters with the heavyweight division the you know Cormier division and stuff? um that's actually steve miocic francis and ganu kane velasquez yeah, uh you got those big uh who yeah. else alistair Overeem, who got destroyed this last weekend but mark hunt you got those big boys you got those those heavyweights that i mean it's gonna be interesting obviously i mean you know first fight they're probably gonna give him some bomb some yeah. nobody and everybody's gonna want to watch yeah, it on it's probably gonna be like a prelim card or something like prelim hey, fight. But that's impressive man 57 seconds against another nfl player i want to had- watch that fight though um I want to see if it was, like, technique, or was he just, like, were they just two big dudes just, like, yeah. swinging, freaking hoping for a knockout? But I think Austin Lane had been doing MMA longer than Greg Hardy. Yeah, so but... that's what's wild. Yeah, I do. I need to watch that, too. But though. if Dana White's handing out contracts, I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, Dana White's not stupid either, you know? Yeah, you, for sure. Honestly, deep down, do you think he was like, yeah, fucking CM Punk is a fucking... He's going to be a world <laughs> champ. Like, nah. nah he, he was like, CM Punk's going to put money in my wallet. Yep. In my bank account. Count, and all you retards are gonna go watch and pay and and that's, that's what happened that's why mcgregor was like his number one guy there yeah same thing with shit. connor you know he he was like i don't know if i can do business with connor after he had nah, that whole man. incident with the dollies and all that shit nah that's all um, bullshit, man yeah he, he you know he's coming back yeah. you know once they figure out that whole legal situation oh connor connor khabib yep. it's happening it's gonna happen there's no other fight to make and I wouldn't be surprised if that pay-per-view costs like $100 um, because they're going to want to – it's going to be probably the biggest uh, UFC fight ever. I'm ready for McGregor, man. It's been it's been too long since we've seen him. Oh, I love McGregor. I love yeah. Conor. Uh, he's my favorite fighter. So anytime anytime McGregor's fighting, yep. I get those sweaty palms. I get I get that heartbeat going because, man, I get yeah. nervous, you know. I'm a big McGregor guy, and too. Everybody hates him, too, because yeah. he's cocky. Of, yeah, but I'm is. all about that. Hey, he has that. You back he it has up. That different, different type of cocky. Yeah, yeah you, he's like you back it up. You talk all this shit, and you back it up, and you predict what's gonna happen. Hey, yep. more power to you. But for sure. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got uh, for you today. Episode two of Views from the Nosebleeds. Again, I'm Geo. You can find uh, me on Twitter at Mr. G Easy. You can also find our uh, Twitter page at Views from the Nosebleeds. We're gonna have a a poll up there regarding where do you guys think that lebron is gonna end up so you know we appreciate any interaction you know comments uh votes anything uh you know let's kind of get this thing going and and we'd love to interact with you guys yeah man uh, same here you can find me on twitter um at mr delion underscore um go vote man we're gonna put up a poll for lebron um 
that'll be put up on the the at underscore nosebleeds. That's just the views from the nosebleeds Twitter. Uh, that'll be put up on there. Uh, retweet it. Vote. Let's get a lot of votes. Kind of yeah, like Gio said, let's interact with us, man. Talk with us. We want to have conversations about sports so we can have something to talk about, something to laugh at on our future episodes. Yeah, and you know we we appreciate any love, any uh, interaction that we get. So. Yeah, let's let's kind of get the ball rolling on this, and uh, you know, until next time, we ha- we'll have plenty to talk about next time. Uh, we have the uh, NBA draft going on, and uh, you know, NFL news is t- kind of starting to trickle in uh, with mandatory camps. Uh, Andrew Andrew Luck still throwing Nerf balls or whatever the yeah. fuck. Uh, Nobody cares about the these trash man. Yeah, we we'd probably do a poll if Andrew Luck's good or not, if he's trash or not. But we already know everybody's gonna vote. He's he's trash, so we'll just save that. Save yeah. that. But, all right, guys. Uh, So, thanks a lot for tuning in. Again, this was uh, episode two of Views from the Nosebleeds. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Later. Later.